Welcome to I Am Energy. I'm your host, Becca Crow. Come hang out with me each week to align your energy and activate your power. We dive into all things healing with magical guests and chats to elevate your energetic awareness. You will gain so much incredible knowledge and tools to take with you throughout this lifetime. So let's shift your energy and come back into balance this week with I Am Energy. Hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to I Am Energy. I am excited to be back on the mic. And I know I said this back in the fall, but once I go through a little bit more of catching you guys up on life, you'll understand why. And now that I am more settled in life, more grounded, I can't wait to pick back up on the episodes because it totally has been a year of change and transition. And so many lessons that I and growth and things that I thought I had already learned, you know, I had to go back and relearn them. And I'm excited to share that journey among so many other amazing people that have come into my path this year uh, and other topics that like, you know, are just going to expand you and your energy and tra- help transform you as we go into a whole new year, a whole new cycle as well. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I am now living in Tulum, Mexico for the time being. So that's a big part of the change. Um, I would recommend going back to the episode that I did. I believe it was the end of August, early September, which I think is labeled like episode one or it was kind of like my last relaunch episode, but then life got crazy again. Um, so I had to just take a little break. So if you want to kind of hear like basically long story short, um, I will give you like the Coles notes version, but you can get more of like what's happened between earlier this year in September, if you want to know that by going back to that episode, the very brief Cole's notes version for you is, is basically April, I hit my own personal breaking point. And I know, you know, I think all of us over the past couple of years in our own way have hit breaking point, breaking points that have, you know, realized, you know, things about ourselves, things about the people around us, things maybe about our living situations or jobs, whatever it is for you. And in April, that's when I hit my personal breaking point, living at my condo in Toronto. I had wanted the lifestyle that I created for myself there for so long. And, you know, pre-pandemic, it was, it was, it truly was what I wanted. I was living in the city. I had my own place. I was networking like crazy, going to so many amazing events. I was doing my food career that started as food blogging and had transitioned to me, like getting to be on site, doing amazing content, amazing creation with, uh, with so many brands and, yeah, like I, I was like, you know, that was what I had wanted for so long. And then in April, um, that was about six months into me deciding to transition into I am energy, which was again, another big awakening for me, uh, during this whole thing. You know, I still love food content. I know for a fact I will go back to it someday, but my soul was calling me to be sharing more of this energy stuff with you guys. I had, you know, I had a studio pre pandemic in the city. I was already taking on clients as like a side hustle. I outside of my food stuff. I kind of had the two businesses running. Um, you know, I was being brought to places like Bali in California to teach and talk about this stuff more and heal people. And I just felt called, especially like, you know, going through my own trials and tribulations and growth that I needed to be able to share this journey more with you guys, because I know all of us are going through our own things in life. And that's always been an important thing to me is, to be a teacher, to share the things and knowledge that have changed my life that are maybe unconventional, the things 
that you have to do a bit more exploration on your own to see if they feel right for you. As I always say, like I've been on this journey for 10 years now and it all started because I got really sick. And for me, food was my intro into that. And that's what really prompted that first business of mine was when I realized like, well, me specifically glowing gluten-free was really important, but ultimately like just real natural nourishing food, like understanding what you're putting in your body, understanding, you know, not even just the food, but the products as well and things like that. And that was a huge awakening for me. And then as I started going through, you know, a seven year breakup, uh, you know, breaking my ankle, you know, big things like that, big and small. There was then tools that I needed to start working on my mindset. And that's when, because I had already explored, you know, the holistic way of living, I started exploring other alternative modalities that we maybe weren't so exposed to, you know, as regular tools in our regular day-to-day culture. So my, how I go about running my life and, you know, even now into business and what I share, everything that I share is something is not just something that I've like looked up real quick and been like, that's cool. It's like, I, there are things that I have deeply tried for myself and anything that I'm sharing is because it's worked for me. So all I would say to people, use your own discernment, you know, come with an open mind and you know, everything I might say may not resonate, but take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And that's the best way to go about this journey. And what I'm also really excited for is to start bringing on some guests as well. I have so many incredible friends in this space, but then also have made so many new friends and have been even just like following people that I can't wait to bring on as well, who are experts in other things that, you know, maybe I've dabbled in, but aren't, I'm not no expert on. So we get to bring them on as well and, you know, open, you know, not only myself up, but you guys up as well into this whole other world. And again, see what resonates for you. But yeah, just kind of going back really briefly to what's happened between earlier this year and now, you can go back to the earlier episode to really get the full details, but I hit an absolute breaking point and that's when I decided to start listening to my intuition before it made sense. And my intuition was telling me to pack up my life and this fall head off somewhere else, create a whole new way of living. And it sounded crazy to me being someone who is extremely independent. Um, I love my family. We are super close, but I've always loved my independence. I've always loved freedom. And so like I moved out of my parents, like as soon as I could, once I was going away to school and I can move six hours away just because I couldn't wait to be free. I couldn't wait to experience life on my own terms. And so it felt like a really big step backwards for me when I, you know, finally decided to call up my parents and say, guys, like I haven't been feeling like my best, like I've hit my own kind of breaking point. Like I need to move home for a while. And then in the fall, like I want to take off for a bit. And, you know, initially it kind of shocked them. Um, first of all, you know, bringing, bringing all my stuff back into their house, um, coming back in and also like the fact that then I wanted to take off and start exploring the world. Basically. Um, they were like, okay, well, you know what? We support you. And that's what I have to say is like, I'm so, so, so grateful for my family. They, they are so amazing. Um, and yeah, I'm just grateful for that every day. So anyways, as of April, I started the packing process, gave my notice cause I was renting a place, uh, my place in Toronto. And that's also what I was ru- running. I am energy out of. So, you know, there's a lot in between and again, go back and listen to that other episode, but Basically, I just, I knew that my soul was calling me to a whole new way of living. And between then and now, I'd have to say every challenge you could think of was thrown my way, like so many trials and tribulations, but it ultimately resulted in so much healing, so many tests and so much growth 
That all makes sense now as I sit back here settled in my new home for a while. And the thing is, is I knew I was going to end up somewhere. So where I left off the last episode where I got into more details about this, that was in September. And at that point, um, I thought that I was going to end up in California for a while because basically my friend, when I was kind of asking the universe, like, where do I go? What do I do? That day I asked for a sign and my friend who lives in LA or lived in LA, she messaged me asking if I wanted to stay at her place for a month while she was traveling. And for me, that was like the biggest sign I could have ever needed in order to start making the sleep and change. Um, but you know, as soon as I got the ball in motion, she actually had other things come up in her life and end up leaving Los Angeles. And then, you know, most people I think would be like, oh my God, like, what did I do? Why did I give up my place? Like I made a horrible mistake, but it really didn't feel that way. It felt like the universe's way of, you know, getting me to make that first move. And that's where it became a real lesson in surrendering. So September, I thought I was going to take off to LA, but it's funny because for me, it also just felt like too fast, too soon. So I just knew that there was other work that had to be done. And, you know, moving back to my parents with my family, love them to death, but I had done so much healing work on my own of so much of my, you know, inner child, different traumas, different conditionings that my family, you know, provided growing up. And we all have different, we all have that stuff from our families. So moving home, it it literally came and smacked me in the face. All of the healing work that I had done, all the triggers, all the things were then being thrown back at me. And then also just coming from, you know, a place of understanding, like, yes, we have our parents, but our parents also have inner child woundings. They also have trauma. They also have conditioning. So it was a very interesting role to then start seeing and going back to my parents' house as an adult in this way of, you know, clearly being able to see the wounded children within them too. And again, I'm so blessed and lucky that they are um, very supportive and open-minded. So I definitely challenged them in a lot of ways for their own growth and healing. And I mean, you know, some of it was taken, some of it wasn't, but still grateful for any kind of receptiveness that there was. But it ultimately felt like between September and October, like when I was supposed to leave, but didn't, that time was so necessary with my family. It, you know, we had some very difficult conversations. There were times where family meetings had to be called about people respecting each other and understanding each other. And yeah, mutual respect was a really big thing. And I really, as much as that was some of the most challenging times for me and my family over the last year, it brought us so much closer than ever. Um, But in October too, as all this was happening, I was like, Hey, but like, I still want to follow my plan. Like I say, I was at my parents for a few months and, um, you know, like that, that's not where I wanted to end up. As I said, I was there for a purpose and a season, but like my plan wasn't to be there, to be there long-term. My soul was ready to keep moving forward. And, um, so, you know, when California didn't work out, then I kind of thought of Arizona and some other places. And I kept trying to control the situation being like, okay, I'm going here, I'm doing this. And every time I did, it just wasn't working out and it got very frustrating. I did kind of have an end date and uh, a leaving date in mind though, that like really um, helped me get the ball in motion as well. So I had um, my friend's wedding in Nashville, which is like a very serendipitous story as well that I'll have to save for another day. But I knew that I had her wedding in the beginning of November. So for me, it was like, okay, either way, you're going to Nashville then and you'll book a flight somewhere else, wherever that is. 
And I know a lot of people have been like, well, what, what brought you to Tulum? Like you have friends there. So obviously it was your friends that brought you there. And I mean, ultimately, yes, I did end up coming here because, you know, one of my best friends decided basically my group of friends this year, all of us kind of hit in, in like the energy world. Um, we all kind of hit our own breaking points and we all got talking and, we all knew that we were going to be leaving Toronto, the city, but it was never an intention or plan for us to do it together. We were all supportive of everyone being on their own path and figuring out where they'd be led. So yeah, Tulum wasn't a first a first choice. And you know, as it got closer, um, my friend Rach, who was on again on an early episode of the podcast, she kept being like, "I think Tulum, like, just come here, try it out. Like, you can always go somewhere else after, but like, I just feel like this is a good spot for you." And so I had to really tap into it. And I figured, you know what, like, sure, let's start off there. At least I do know someone there. I actually knew a bunch of people there um, once I started, like, getting the plan in motion. And it just fell into place easily. So I booked myself in for three weeks at an Airbnb just to try it out, knowing that, you know, maybe this is for me, maybe, maybe it isn't. But I have to really tap into my own energy out of anyone else's. And, yeah, basically I have been here ever since, which has been amazing. So at this point, I have been here for about a month, a little over a month. Um, and I'm here for a few more months, at least with the current place that I just moved into, which is a whole other divinely guided story, which I'll save for another day. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to give you a little catch up on what's been going on behind the scenes. And I think it's just a really great reminder for you in your own life that, you know, when something isn't working for you, when you're feeling low and in a certain way, that's a message to start creating space, to start switching things up. You know, if I had stayed in my condo in Toronto, I hadn't made any moves. There's no way that I would have ended up in this situation. You know, it's not just like, oh, I want to go away. And it fell into place. Like, I still had to take aligned action. I had to put the intention out there and I ended up in a situation like even more magical than I could ever ex have expected. But damn, it was a hard year, guys. It was, it, 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 it tested me and challenged me. And the thing is too, that kind of wants, makes me want to get into kind of the next little thing I want to talk about is manifesting that life that you do want and you do want to create. And I think when it comes to manifestation, people like you see people go, oh, I just manifested something so quickly. It just came in like that. And yes, you can have quick manifestations in your life, but you know, there's also like some manifestations take, take time. Um, one that I've talked about before, which is one of my biggest manifestations initially, like when I was first getting into this was in 2016, um, my brother had traveled to Southeast Asia and when he was there, I had never been to Bali at that point. Like people were starting to go to Bali, but it wasn't as like big of a spot for wellness, like that you would hear about it as it is now. But just like for some reason, like I was like, I need to go to Bali. I have to go to Bali. And at that point I was working my nine to five job. I had two weeks vacation a year. I had by means, had no means had the money to even go to the time or the money to go travel. And I started telling my family and friends in 2019, I'm going to Bali. 2019, I'm going to Bali. Like, I don't know how I'm doing it. I don't know how it's happening, but I'm going. And I just like kept saying it. And in the meantime, you know, I ended up, I was doing a lot of self-healing and work, ended up leaving my nine to five job. I was then becoming in a position where I actually could go and do that. And, um, I ended up in 2019, so crazy 
to my inbox. At that point, I'd actually already gone to Bali the year before. And I was like, oh, perfect. Must've got my manifestation a year early, but no, it still came in and as Bali 2019 as well. Basically August, 2019, I got a message to my inbox. And at that point, um, it was pretty common for me to get a lot of outreach as far as events or collaborations or things like that. And I got this email thinking it was spam. That was literally Bali 2019 with revitalized retreat. And to me, you know, I figured, Oh, they're probably trying to see if like, you know, um, I want to be a part of their retreat, like, you know, just attend it or maybe get a discount off of it as an influencer or things like that. But I looked at the email and it was fully inviting me to be a teacher, full expenses paid retreat. And I was like, no, like, no, like my manifestation literally staring me in the face. I've chilled as I say this hop on a call. And literally like it was, it was that. And I got a free freaking trip to Bali And the same thing goes even for, you know, the situation that I'm in now, as far as wanting to take off for a winter. So ever since actually that Bali 2019 trip, I always knew that I wanted to take off for winter at least, or at least for like a period of, of time. And, um, so it was after that trip that I really started putting out there, like, I'm going to be leaving for a winter. Like, I don't know where, I don't know when, but like sooner than later, like, this is what I want to be doing. And so that winter didn't happen, um, like 2019 going to 2020, you know, then 2020 happened and I was like, okay, well, like, can I make this work? And last winter, um, uh, into well, last fall, I launched, I am energy in the end of October, early November. And in my mind though, was to like, I want to take off for a winter. And I truly looked into it. Um, at that time I was actually looking to go to Barbados for a winter, but it just didn't feel right. It felt like I was leaving like all this work that I'd put in without it really having the systems and structure in place to be able to do that. And so ultimately, as much as I wanted to take off and live my life, I did put my business first, knowing that if I could take a year and really put my head down, focus, put my intention out there, what I want and create space and all of that, like I can still have that, but maybe just not at this time. And, you know, as, as humans, as beings, we want to go, 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 do, 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 be, 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 and get everything now because we are a society of instant gratification. I mean, it's really interesting. I always say this, like having a business where I'm shipping products, we work as best as we can to get your products to you as soon as possible. But it's really interesting because with the emergence and accessibility of things like services like Amazon or these big companies that have the infrastructure to get things to you next day, same day, you can really see in people like the need for that instant gratification. As I said, we work as quickly as soon as possible to get things to you. But, you know, for us, it could be, you know, four days up to a week, things like that. Actually, I can fully say since I've been able to... uh, you know, step away from the operational side of my business. It's actually been flowing a lot better. I've learned that I am no operations manager. I am a creative. I am artsy. I am flowy. I love healing. I love all of that stuff. And, you know, getting the systems and structures and training in place was really important for me over the last year. And that's where a lot of my focus was and something I never expected starting the business. But it all makes sense of why I had to understand and learn that. So then I could provide and have a team that would support me doing that. And honestly, they're doing, as I said, they're, they're able to get stuff out a lot faster than I was because I was trying to manage so many things. So for that, I'm grateful too. But once again, it's all taken time. So whatever it is you're trying to manifest, you know, if you ever watch like the secret, they say, Oh, like, you know, 
I really want a Ferrari, so I sit on your, I sit on my couch and I envision a Ferrari, you know. It, it you know, manifesting doesn't have to be hard, but again, you 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 can't control a situation. You can put things out there, but then you have to start working towards it. And working towards it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, in a direct linear way, but some of the things that you could be doing, you know, for you, if you're looking for some kind of freedom or change or flexibility, you know, maybe it is leaving that relationship. Maybe it is considering a career change. Maybe it is changing up the location of where you're living. Or before all of that, you know, if you still have fears and blocks and worries and doubts about these things, coming in and working on yourself first. Like, as I said, I've been on this journey for 10 years of working on myself. We're now making these decisions, taking these leaps and doing these things aren't as scary as they used to be because I've unblocked so many things in the past. And also I've been able to call in so much magic that my trust is a lot stronger now to really surrender to to that process and to everything around me. So my homework lesson to you in this episode, well, one thing to think about and reflect on, and that's what I want to start giving more in these episodes is, you know, inspiration, stories, practical knowledge, but then also things for you to reflect on as well, just like I would with my clients or as I do on Instagram. So for you, what is that intention you're putting out there? You know, the thought of me leaving and living in another country remotely and like a tropical place was not accessible to me even a year ago running and starting a product-based business from the ground up. Um, or, you know, a few years ago when I was working a nine to five job, but the journey has brought me here, but it's, you know, it was work. It was work. It was trust. It was healing. It was a, it was a mixture of absolute masculine and feminine energy. So what I want you to reflect on now is what is, and you know, not many things, but what is the main thing in the next, say, you know, timelines aren't always exact, but just, just to like put a little bit of a timeline on it, what is the main thing that you are ready to call into your life that is different from now in the next two to three years? And I know that seems like a long time, but so much can happen between then. Things can come in faster, but I want you to think of that because I think we think of, oh, well, I want to manifest this next week. I want this to come in ASAP. Oh, manifest- manifestation doesn't work for me. No, it works for you. Um, but, you know, there's healing and growth that you need to do to prove to the universe that you want to get yourself there. That's your cost of entry. You know, if we don't, you know, everything is duality, you know, we have to have some darkness. We have to have some challenges and lessons and growth in order to understand the light in our life as well. And then another thing that I want to touch on, which I just briefly mentioned there, is the, bas- the, the, ba- the balance of masculine and feminine energy in your life. So, you know, it doesn't matter if you identify physically as a woman or a man or male and female. Um, we all have masculine and feminine energy within us, and it's po- important to allow us ourselves to experience both. And, you know... A lot of our society in these days, um, for the most part, we're a very wounded masculine society. Very much so. Um, I even did a poll on my Instagram yesterday, and you know, people, my following is predominantly women, like ninety-five percent, and most of most people said that they are living more so in their masculine energy, and very much same. It's something that I have to consciously work on to bring myself back into the feminine in a lot of ways. 
But it's really important to, as I said, like manifesting um, your dream life, coming into yourself. Like there are, there are all these different components that are important to work on. It's not as simple as just putting your intention out there and, and receiving it. Um, you have to show the universe and put in the work of what you want to. And the, the exciting thing is, is that a lot of the work does come down to personal work, personal working and unblocking of trauma, of limitations, of beliefs, these things that we've held onto for, for so long. So, you know, really quickly, if you're someone who is living more in your masculine energy, you know, you're someone who's very go, 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 do, 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 uh, you give so much to others. Um, you know, it's about planning and always moving forward and a very like get shit done kind of energy. And then, you know, there is the feminine side. This is just like a very brief, like Cole's notes version of it. That'll be like a whole episode to actually fully go into it because there's so much information. Uh, but then there's the feminine side, which is very like go with the flow, creative, like in receiving mode, um, you know, that slower, playful, fun, restful energy. So whichever one you're living in, just take note of it because that's going to be the first step into realizing what your next step is to work on. So if you are someone who's living more in that go, 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 do, do, do energy, acknowledging that if you do take some time to allow yourself to be in flow, surrender, rest, play, be creative. Being creative is one of the best ways you can tap into your feminine energy. You know, if you like to draw, if you like to dance, if you like to creation in any way, you know, cooking, things like that, baking, whatever it is for you, but it's like doing it without a purpose other than just to be creative and enjoy. That's a great way to tap into your feminine. And that's like, you know, myself as someone who likes to go, go, go and get shit done. Um, I've been very conscious of starting to create breaks in my day or create days of the week where I do get to be more in that feminine energy because I know ultimately it serves me better. If you're someone who's always in that masculine energy, you might just feel yourself like going through all the motions, but not getting anywhere, you know, and that's not good either. The more, when you can give yourself a little bit of space to recalibrate, to step back, you're going to show up better ultimately for yourself, for your family, for your relationships. So starting to understand that that boundary is important to put in place. On the other side, if you are someone who is very in that flow energy, is very creative, is very into your intuition, it loves to rest, loves to play, and you're looking to manifest in some magic into your life, it is important to have some goals as well, to have some intentions, you know, putting some time, blocking some time in your week in order to take some aligned action that'll set you forward um, and starting to do some of that planning. And, you know, sometimes that stuff isn't always fun, but again, that balance is what's going to really create that life, that freedom, that flexibility, those things to manifest in for you that you've wanted. So Again, taking a little bit of that as your other piece of homework is first distinguishing, are you more in your feminine energy or masculine energy? And then from there, what, you know, what can you start incorporating consciously into your week on the other side that you don't have as much of to start balancing out that energy? And the thing is, even like, even in your relationships, this matters because I realized I was in a seven year relationship. Then I was in a one year relationship after that, or almost a year. And since then I've been doing a lot of work on myself and so much work on myself that I haven't really made space to invite someone else in. Um, 
And that's something I realized about myself because doing this work was so important to me because I realized how much I was calling in, you know, other wounded souls. While I was being a masculine energy, I was calling in like wounded feminine energy men who were like more so in their feminine energy Um, or they were in their masculine, but again, it was very wounded. It wasn't a healthy type of it. And that's what we tend to call in in a lot of our relationships as well. You know, if we haven't done the work to understand ourselves and be in our best energy, we're calling that energy in through others as well. So, you know, rather than, you know, always giving, 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 giving in relationships, something I really had to learn is no, it's okay to be in receivership mode. It is okay to not be controlling the situation. It is okay to, you know, surrender and just see what comes in. And again, that's just an example of like relationships, but again, that can be all other situations in our lives as well. So yeah, so as I mentioned overall, I just wanted to give you like a little overview of what's kind of been going on in my life. Uh, just provide a little bit of inspo or if that does, if that is something that inspires you, give you a little bit of information and reflective work. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of the only other thing I really want to touch on is if this stuff does interest you, if you're ready to start, you know, making massive changes in your own energy as we wrap up the year, as you tap back into your own energy, or maybe you tap into your energy for the first time, but you don't know where to begin. There's tons of ways that you can be doing that. So if you've never checked out my free chakra balancing session, that's a really great way to do it. Just keep in touch on either my newsletter or on Instagram, and you'll see once a month that pop up to join in on. Um, If you are wanting to learn more about, you know, just creating more boundaries in your life, cutting energetic cords, understanding the basic principles of energy. I have a really great uh, energy boundaries and cord cutting workshop that's 90 minutes and comes with some guided healings that you can create on your own time. If you want to know more about crystals, I also have the crystal crash course, very similar setup, 90 minutes, tons of information, but also healings and ways to start connecting with your crystals more self-paced on your own time. If you are looking to do book a one-on-one session to work through some healing, some blocks, and some limitations that are holding you back, or maybe even, you know, coming to the session with just like some ways that you're feeling and I can help you uncover some more of your blocks and give you tools to work on it. You can book a one-on-one trauma release energy healing session. Uh, And then if you're ready to like really dive in, you're ready to like set yourself up to have like the most aligned year yet really step into your power, really transform yourself, activate within the energy that maybe you didn't even know was there, but it is in there because we are all such powerful beings. You can also apply to work with me for 30 days. So in this program, you have me in your pocket, like kind of how I'm talking to you now. We talk back and forth in voice notes. We have daily catch-ups. I give daily little, like not homework every day, but if I, if we're talking about something, I'll give you little exercises or little techniques to work on things live in real time. We also do sessions to uncover and unblock things at an even deeper level. Um, you get access to a lot of different workshops. You get access to my my energy elevation portal, which is like a, like a library of over like 20 to 30 and continuously growing 
different energy healings, um, visualizations, guided meditations, and all of that. So you get a lot of resources outside of that as well. Um, And you also get access to an energy toolkit from the shop. So all the cleansed and protected products, crystals, and all that magic. And if you are looking for any crystals, you're looking to protect your energy more, you can also check out the energy shop. So um, all of this I'll link down below in the show notes. And for anyone who is interested from the podcast, I'll give you guys a special code in order to have a bit of a discount. So this discount will work on any crystals, any cleanse and protected products, and as well as the uh, the 90 minute workshops. And there are a lot more workshops coming into the new year that are going to be very accessible to you guys. All that is on the energy shop. You can use code magical 15 to save 15% off that. And yeah, other than that, stay tuned this year for a lot more community to be formed within I am energy. Now that I have, you know, as I said, the operational side of the business going, um, and all of that, I've been, now that I'm here in Mexico and I'm able to kind of manage all the different areas, that's really my next personal goal is adding in a more community feel to everything that's going on. I can understand how lonely the spiritual journey can be. Understanding yourself more can be, especially if you don't have people in your life who are maybe on the same path. And I just have so many amazing people in this community. Like I literally love every single person that I get to work with, that I chat with, and I can't wait for you guys to all meet each other. So also stay tuned for that, um, the community that I am working on to to better serve to better serve you guys. So yeah. I think that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining uh, this relaunch episode for like the 10th time, but I swear it's back consistent. Tomorrow I have a couple really awesome uh, podcast interviews set up, so those will be coming out in the coming weeks. And other than that, I will chat with you soon.